Leadership File on Premier. Welcome to the show that helps you lead as Christ would have you lead if he were you. Whether you're listening live or one of the many thousands who listen via a podcast, it's great to have you along. If you're new to the show, a reminder that the show is available on demand via premierradio.com or via iTunes or Podbean. Just type the leadership file and you can select from several hundred past episodes. Have you ever wanted to make a change, but hadn't quite summoned up the courage to make it? Well, my guest today was in a well-paid marketing job, but knew that she was dying inside. So she nervously took the steps to becoming a life coach and has never looked back. She set up what has been coined a ministry, that is a business with ministry concerns. It's called Destiny Coaching Academy. Her name is Tina Southgate, and I had the privilege of attending a two-day course she ran at a reduced rate recently. So welcome, Tina, back to the leadership file. And so your trip to Bethel Church in uh, Redding, California was pivotal to what you do? Yes, I would say so, definitely. The Lord used it to activate me into my calling, I think. That's what happened. So, uh, yeah, so you uh, just, I hinted at your, in the introduction, you'd, uh, you're in a marketing job and you've, you thought, crumbs, um, I'm really dying inside. I need, to, I need to do something different. And going to Bethel was part of that kind of journey. Actually, um, the marketing job was 26 odd years ago. <laughs> um, so the Bethel journey was, uh, before I went to Bethel for about um, just over a decade, I'd already been coaching. So okay, were, you had. Okay. already had a coaching company um, and had been coaching leaders for some time. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so the, the two-day course that I was on, perhaps you could describe it for us. Yeah, sure. So um, it was while I was out in America, actually. I was there for three years. Um, and being in the ministry school there, um, I was coming across a lot of Christians who were really wanting to go on with the Lord, but didn't really understand how to do it and what their particular unique assignment was and what their calling, if you like, for want of a better word, was. Um, and this amazed me because I just felt like, well, if you don't know what you're called to do, then it must be very difficult because, well, it was very difficult because it was really affecting them not being able to make decisions as to what to do after ministry school. And, you know, most of them had had amazing, incredible experiences with the Lord and really grown closer to him. So I started coaching people on an individual basis um, because that's what I did. I'd already done it for over a decade, helped people to understand what they're called to do. And uh, really off the back of that, realized that it was a bigger need and just created like a two-day intensive coaching program really for people to go through to understand what they're called for, what season they're in, uh, what God is saying and how to kind of activate themselves you know what to do in the next 12 months one of the things i loved about the course is that that many of the classic elements of leadership are assumed to be true for, for people and that's one of the things certainly i've learned as i've been leading this this show and um chatted with people about leadership and what the bible talks about is that actually everyone has influence and they can be a not a leader in a big with a big l but a leader with a small l because we all god's given us a life to lead and to be a blessing in. And as, as followers of Jesus, we have <laughs> enormous potential, potentially, to, you know, to see God, God at work. So, so I was thrilled uh, uh, about that in terms of the curse. Um, uh, but, uh, but it's back, 
bit behind all that, of course, is our view of God in the first place. And I just, perhaps you could hint at a few of the, the things we look at in the course in terms of our understanding of God and, and how he might lead us. Yeah, well, um, something I found over the, what, two decades of coaching people now um, is, especially Christian people, um, and it's true of non-Christians as well, people who don't have an active faith, is that who they believe God is really affects what they believe they're called to. And, you know, a lot of us have a, we, we can't help it, a lot of us don't understand, I think, truly how much he really loves us and is behind us. And the whole fact that he created us, really, and the desires in our heart, the passions, the things that we want to contribute to the world, the things that we feel are really important, are so linked to our calling. But if we don't understand that God created us that way and that he is behind us and wants to sponsor what we want to do, if you like, for want of a better phrase, then it really affects what we are willing to risk and step into and go for. So teaching about who he really is and really thinking about his character from a biblical point of view, I think is really a part of stepping into this journey, really. Yeah. Yeah. So the the course includes a combination of us um, looking at the passion God has put inside us, but also reflecting on what God has said about us and of us through prophetic words. Yes. So... Um, prophetic words, um, it's quite a broad thing, really. I mean, it's basically some people move in circles where people are very prophetic and they have words for personal. We're talk- I'm talking about personal prophetic words, not prophetic words over a nation or, you know, what God is doing in a larger group, but per- prophetic words that are for personal people. And those are really helpful when someone else listens to God on your behalf, especially if they don't know you. And they're able to hear what God wants to say to you. They're so helpful. But, you know, we all hear from God. And by prophetic words, we also include things like, say, God's given you a dream in the night. Um, Some dreams that we have when we're sleeping are from God and they show us, you know, our destiny. Sometimes we might be reading the Bible and particular verses just jump out and feel really highlighted to us. And God's speaking to us through that as well. And, you know, God speaks to us in, I'm sure lots of people will, you know, agree that God speaks to us in so many different ways, you know, Mm. through, you know, you can be watching a movie and God can be speaking to you through the movie you're watching even. So all of that really is included. um, Yeah. And I mean, I was um, on the course, uh, someone came up to someone I was chatting with and gave him a word, which was confirmatory of, of something he'd been pondering that, and that you know, which was wonderful. He was excited, and she was thrilled. She didn't know what she was saying particularly, but it just made made a Fantastic. whole lot of sense. Wonderful. So it was, and that, and I think he went away, you know, really very clear on what he should be he should be doing next, and putting his energy into it, which was wonderful. Yeah, no, that's really good to hear. Yeah, good. yeah. We looked at uh, what you call the the chicken line in the <laughs> in the course, uh, which which are those times when we feel chicken and don't want to push through the fears to arrive at our destiny. Um, uh, and so as a coach, and there'll be people listening for whom that may be the case, is even as I'm speaking now, some people are thinking, yeah, I know I'm a bit chicken about something. How do you, and you, you did a, a live example with us, how do you coach someone over the, over the chicken line or through the chicken line? Well, the first thing is, is I think to understand it's ho- totally normal to feel scared when we're stepping into things that are unknown or that we feel we're not prepared for or that... You know, we maybe haven't been trained or we have been trained and it's just a big step forward. So I think, first of all, just acknowledging the way we feel is really important. Um, 
And then second of all, so, you know, we would coach you to understand the emotions that you feel and just be aware of them. I mean, Andy, you, you know about coaching. Leaderships need to, leaders, all of us, we're all leaders, need to be aware of what we feel. It's emotional intelligence, mm. right? So that's the first step. And then the second step, I think, is just to unpack it and look at what are, what are you uh, afraid of and what are the limiting beliefs that you are believing that are causing that fear um, and as you experienced in the course, we do a really great little coaching exercise, which I believe is really biblical because it's the power of the testimony. So we look at all of the times in your life when you have actually crossed those chicken lines, so to speak, and, you know, overcome your fear. Because you have, you know, each and every one of us have had to overcome things even from childhood, right, that we um, have found difficult and looking at how we did it and where God was in that and how what part he played in overcoming those times that were difficult and afraid, we can then apply that to what's looming towards us in the future and look at how, you know, what characteristics we've got and how we have it in us to cross those chicken lines and to take those big leaps of faith. Um, and, you know, if God's shown up in the past, then he's going to show up in the future. So we can, it just builds our faith up, I think, in, in our own characteristics and also the character of God and who he's been to us and his mm. experience. Um, yeah. And you, you faced, uh, you shared your, your own story, if I can mention that, and in terms of, you know, when you were in the marketing job and deciding to, to push over, push out and, and you, you were prepared to, you know, finish your salary and move on. And God, God honoured that. Yeah, he did. And, you know, it's not been an easy journey, but I think I realised at the time when I found something I was passionate about that if I didn't do it, um, well, 20 whatever years later, 25 years later, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you, would I? I'd <laughs> no, still no. be marketing technology. Um, but it wasn't fulfilling me. And I just thought better to try something. I mean, it was a big journey and God guided me and led mm. me. And, you know, that's something we very much say to people as well. Don't take big leaps without confirmation, without prayerfully doing it with God. Um and yeah, I did it and it was the right thing to do. And we've now in the ministry years and years later seen hundreds and hundreds of people literally step out of things that are not their calling and that are not fulfilling them and stepped into what God has for them. And God has honoured it incredibly. Um, and, you know, amazing things have happened subsequently. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, you've you kind of jokingly said, you know, people will be leaving this course and going home, going home and, and quitting their job, which, of course, is not the case for, for everyone. But now and again, if you're in the wrong, wrong role and that's the appropriate thing to do, that God's going to enable you to flourish somewhere else. So it's kind of scary when you're running a course and, <laughs> you know, we don't know there and then at the course what happens. But people come up, you know, a year later, two years later and say, oh, yeah, I quit my job and. I moved countries or I did this or I did that. And you're like, oh, I didn't tell you to do that. But, you know, God speaks to them when mm. once they're coached and they understand what's inside them and what's important and where they're out of alignment, then, you know, clarity comes and they take big steps. So it's kind of scary for the coach, but all good. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, so we'll look at, in a minute, we'll look at some of the, the goals and action steps that we... Um, uh, that we're going to, but I think we probably need to, to, to take a, a break because we need a bit more time to, to look at that. So you've been listening to Leadership File with me, Andy Peck. I'm joined this week by Tina Southgate. Uh, Tina heads up uh, Destiny Coaching Ministries. Ministries yeah. And uh, we'll be back uh, just after this. 
Welcome back to The Leadership File with me, Andy Peck. I'm joined this week by uh, Tina Southgate. She's the uh, Head of Destiny Coaching Ministries. Uh, I had the privilege of attending a two-day course that she ran at a reduced rate recently. Uh, we've been talking before the break at some of the, the things that are looked at in the course, and obviously the, our, our hope is that as you're listening, you're reflecting a little bit upon uh, God's calling upon your life and the kind of ministry that you have and uh, you know some of the blockages that may occur that prevents us from uh, moving into the the kind of uh, future that uh, that God would ha- have uh, for us, and uh, I love the way in the course, Tina, that you looked at uh, uh, goals. I've uh, you know, lots of coaches look at goals, um, uh, and many people in listening will have that uh, experience. It's you know in their workplace, perhaps looking at smart goals, um, S M A R T, uh, which will stand for various things depending on your school of thought. Uh, I think uh, S specific, M measurable, A attainable um, are relevant and tea time sensitive might be I don't know exactly if that's the one that you used um, but I was fascinated by the next bit which was action steps which was enormously helpful I think that the, you break down the goals and say well what are the action steps next so um, how, have, how have you found you, that useful in your own personal ministry in terms of yes you want to set up a a coaching academy a coaching ministry but then breaking that down into smaller actions yeah really good question Andy um I think the first thing for me was the vision the big vision in in a sense there's big goals right but there's big goals for the next month for the year and then for the next 20 years and you know, really looking and dreaming up and listening to God about what the bigger vision was and where it could end up in the future are the really, really big goals. Um, And then uh, I think a lot of people do find that hard to go from there to the little steps. So then it's been, for me, a journey of really continuing to pray, continue to listen to God and just to say to him, "Okay, what's the next year about? And what's important and what are the targets? And to be honest, in the early days, I think I was far too ambitious and I set goals that were like, you know, my my one-year goals were probably more like five-year goals. Um, But then, you know, somebody once said something, um, a goal is there to guide you, not not for you to be a slave to it. So what I've learned in the journey with God and with planning and with building an organisation is to be kind to yourself and to set the big goals, to break them down into small actions. But if everything has to be moved, you know, ahead a bit to take a bit longer, maybe even sometimes twice as long as you thought, that's okay. as long as you know what the next step is. So you have your kind of big goals, but then you have your little action steps to get to them. Um, which you just carry on with. It's, it's that whole tenacity thing, isn't it? You just keep doing the little steps. And even on a daily basis, I look at the little step I'm doing and I've always got in my mind how it's fitting into the bigger picture and where it's getting us to because that really motivates me to know, you know, even though I'm doing, like yesterday, I think I was sitting down writing some a whole uh, series of emails to send out and, you know, I, I knew that that's taking us to the goal of, um, letting people know about a particular online thing that we were doing. Um, so even though it might have felt tedious, my big goal is the one I'm motivated by and the bit you know that I'm heading for and they all fit in and I know the order that we're going in and the priorities. And I have to say with the little action steps under the big goals and the big goals even, you're constantly reprioritising, aren't you? Because sometimes a big goal that, you, that you're heading for um, maybe doesn't work out or you know God tells you something different or shows you another way and then you change it 
um, and then you have to replan, you know, and reassess the big goal, look at different action steps, look at things that will work. So it's a it's a it's a process and a journey of learning, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, it was you know fascinating to to see you coaching people through that kind of process. Um, at the uh... Yeah. And the thing the thing about goal setting, um, which is really interesting, is, well, with secular coaching, I think it can be all about goal setting. Mm. And they start from that, you know, it can start from that place even I've seen on some models. Um, and, you know, the GROW model and all of those standard things out there. But I think, you know, knowing that God is actually okay with us goal setting and he wants to be a part of it and he wants to speak to us through the journey and guide us is the bit that's different when we're Christians, isn't it? Because mm. it's not just about achieving the goal, but it's how we do it in relationship to him that's really important. And in the workshop that you attended, I don't know whether you noticed, I mean, everybody there seemed pretty motivated and pretty good at setting their goals, but a lot of some Christians don't like goals because they feel like they're... Um, they don't know whether they're going to be correct. They don't know whether God wants them to do that. And there's a bit of a fear about it. Some people feel like it's taking things into their own um, hands and not allowing God to move. And, you know, how do they know they're in the will of God? And, you know, with the coaching that we do, is which is very much Christian-based and biblically-based, it's really we really help people to jump over that. And there's loads of scriptures that back up that goal setting is good and people are released to actually set action steps towards their, you know, big dreams and the calling that they have, which is really, really helpful. And I think, did you notice that in the workshop, that people left with some, you know, real tangible actions towards big things that had come up in the workshop? Absolutely, that's right. Yeah. And um, and I think that yeah, there was a sense of energy in the room as people discovered that what they had thought was a kind of vague idea, actually you could break down into, so when I get back home, this is what I need to do next kind of thing. Mm. And then having accountability and things yeah. like that, um, all, all important. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, that was that was a, uh, an encouraging part of the of the day. And you, like you say, it was a remarkable group of people in the sense that they were, most of them were kind of on that, kind of cut the cusp of wanting to do something next uh, the one or two who are uh, really uncertain but it was lovely to see how in the two days god god certainly met with folk and um encouraged them on so we've talked about the two-day course but obviously that's just a, a small part of, of of the other things you do so what are the other kind of ways in which you seek to to mobilize and equip people yeah so um the two-day course that you've been talking about is Destiny Activator, and that's a really good start. Um, but we also do one-to-one uh, -one coaching through our network of coaches. So what we've done is the the coaching model that we use at Destiny Coaching is a is a, is a bit unique. It's a five-phased process, a five-phased model that takes people through a journey which also coaches them on their identity, their purpose, um, their life vision, uh, and all the standard coaching things as well. Um, so we have now turned that into a training course to train up Christians who want to coach, um, but who are looking for a model that is Christian-based, biblically-based, and also allows God to come in the process if it's applicable. So we have um, a residential program that we run for that in the UK, and we also have it as a 12-month online uh, training course, which includes... Um, both the sort of um, taking people through all the five different toolkits for the five-phase process and they can learn it online, you know, one at a time or 
sign up for the whole 12 months and then we have like um, online mentoring to help people to learn the process and we found that I don't know why but the God sort of taken us into training up leaders and pastors and marketplace people and to be honest people who are returning to work or are just considering coaching but in the process of being trained they learn they they change themselves because they're going through all the coaching tools and they get transformed and they learn they become more self-aware they've they understand more about their identity and their purpose and their faith in the Lord increases because they learn powerful ways to connect with God and hear him more through powerful coaching questions that we take them through. So it's kind of like more than just coach training. We, it's leadership development as well. So we call it the Coach Training Leadership Development Program. Mm-hmm. Um, and Destiny Activator as well, which is the two-day, is available um, online and also to be coached through one-to-one with a coach as well. Yeah. And there were, certainly was a church leader who did a video of, of how much he'd benefited. And and certainly I find in chatting with leaders and chatting for the, some of the struggles, if if they could step away from their work for a little while and, and maybe just have some one-on-one work with someone, it, it can, uh, it's not just, you know, enables them to to sort out their issues, but also puts them in a different plane of, a vision for the future. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one church I went to in New York um, and just worked with the leaders for about four days. And it was a combination of taking them through being coached, but also training them some basic coaching approaches to the way they minister. And they really um, saw that it was the future for the growth of their church because they'd been struggling to know how to grow the numbers because, you know, most pastors are overworked um, you know, m- many people in ministry are overworked and they have a big burden of lots of things to do. But the coaching approach, what they were realising, helped them to coach people rather than have to tell them what to do and be in the centre of everything. So it's a very empowering approach that really freed up their time and freed up uh, their ability to empower people to go off and do rather than have to be at the centre of it all. So it really changed the way that they could see the growth of the church and being able to grow the church by really empowering people to lead themselves and know their calling and all the rest of it. Mm. Yeah. Oh, fabulous stuff. Good. Well, time's almost defeated us, Tina, but um, uh, how can leaders, uh, listeners, uh, on leaders as well, <laughs> uh, find out more about the course? So what's the, give us the website yeah, details. Just, and just stuff. go to um, com. And uh, if you subscribe, then you will get, uh, uh, as soon as you subscribe, you get like a, what we call an onboarding package. And we'll send you some videos, which will just give you some resources to show you about the coaching approach and how you can uh, get involved and, you know, how it might impact you. Fabulous. So I'll put this at the, be- at the bottom of the show notes, but uh, destinycoachingministries.com yeah. is where you should go. Yeah. Fabulous. Good. Great. And uh, next next steps for you in the ministries uh, what's 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 the next year looking like um well the next year we're just focusing on scaling up what we do Mm. really so just doing more of the same um getting we're we're launching our online platform um and we're doing a lot of we're in the uk obviously but we're also launching it in the states so we're going to be taking it over to america and uh, running our residential, you know, getting ready to get our course formally accredited as well through, even though it's Christian and biblically based, we want to have it 
accredited um, by a, the standard industry accreditation as well. Oh, fabulous. So it could be recognised, mm. yeah. Good. Well, it's been, it was a great joy to, to be with you for those two days. And uh, thank you for, for sharing today. So that was uh, Tina Southgate. She's uh, the, the head of uh, Destiny Coaching Ministries. Um, and the details again, Destiny... Uh, I did write it down here, destinycoachingministries.com. So I log on to that and you can find out more information. So thank you, Tona, Tina, for being my, my guest. And, and thank you to you for listening. Uh, do log on to Premier's own website, uh, premierradio.com. You can listen to archive versions of the Leadership File. You can get uh, the Leadership File as a podcast. Uh, indeed, you may be listening already by, as a podcast as opposed to live on uh, Sundays at 3.30. Uh, do uh, email me, apec at cwr.org.uk if you've got ideas of uh, people you'd like on the show or topics that you'd like included. Many of the, the shows are uh, suggested by people just like yourself. So I look forward to your company again next Sunday at 3.30. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to The Leadership File on Premier. Andy Peck serves as a tutor at CWR, a Christian charity whose courses and publications aim to apply God's word to everyday life. Contact him via email apec at cwr.org.uk. 